0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
1: yeah here i am and here we are with a, uh, a, a something to consider this being a major holiday and that is you know those little Tweeps, no wait, wait, what do they call them? peeps you know, those those little uh, car uh, uh, marshmallow, yeah, peeps. That's right. I, I I was trying to think of writing. Uh, uh, never mind. Uh, peeps. Uh, we had a phone call yesterday during uh, during our afternoon uh, addiction of uh, this program, and uh, someone wanted to know uh, what the Uh, specifics are and the tastes are for peeps and uh there was somebody who said no only stupid people would eat that (laughs) and other people said no no they're cute they're they're lovely they have this funny little taste about them and it just got to be one of those ridiculous uh stories that we tell here on any kind of talk show but especially one that has something to do with food because uh those peeps I don't know, I think there's something to them. Here's what I get out of them. When you, when you get them in an a unopened package and you just eat one, or maybe even just half of one, you're going to get the peak experience of the, the peeps of your life. Uh, so uh, you could also have one that was open about a week ago, and you'll tell a noticeable difference. So what we're coming down to here is aging peeps. If you age peeps at your house, uh, boy, I'd like to hear more about that. Uh, give us a give us a call or two or three or four. This is a program about the restaurants of our city, about the cooking that we do at home, and about uh, everything else you can possibly imagine having to do with food, wine, uh, cocktails. And most important of all is the camaraderie and family, uh, get-togetherness that you get this time of year, and I hope you get all of that that you possibly can. There's plenty of it to be had. Two six zero one eight seventy is our telephone number, and we'd be very happy to hear from you. I have two uh, general uh, items to lay on you. First of all, uh, this uh, to m- most Christians, uh, they might uh, not pick up on this or, or notice it as well as pe- people who are Jewish. Uh, but uh, the Passover begins this evening. Uh, it's a little different from the way it works uh, in the Christian uh, rubrics. Uh, but if, you're, if you are uh, uh, yourself uh, you know, Jewish, you know uh, what I'm talking about and, uh, and how the, the, you know, it starts before it starts or a day after, depending on how you look at it. But uh, anyway, it also involves a meal. So uh, there is uh, much to be discussed, and I I have enough um, Jewish friends, uh, and they invite me often enough to Passover seder's and such that uh, I I walk away from it always saying, you know, this is really a wonderful family and otherwise uh, great celebration, Uh, and it begins at at uh, dusk tonight. What what'd you say? Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, today is the day or the evening. Anyway, uh, we're wide open as we always are to talk about whatever angle on food that you have at your house. Uh, give us a call, 260-1870, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Anything at all? Uh, I, I have a, a big bank of data for you to uh, take adva- uh, advantage of if you want to. Uh, I get a lot of phone calls from people saying or asking, uh, where can I go on Easter Sunday? I'm finding a lot of trouble getting a reservation, and the truth is that yes, you are getting having a little bit of a problem getting reservations, especially at the nice places, uh, the hotel restaurants, the Roosevelt Hotel, the, uh, uh, the 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 one right across the street from One Shell Square, and you know the the big hotels tend to do really amazing uh, things. And uh, so that's that's kind of fun. But uh, there are many other ways that uh, that you can get into this. And one of them is a list that I have prepared for your use at my website, which is nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com, nomenu.com. There you will find a list of 100 and, oh, excuse me, I overdid it with my enthusiasm. I uh, have 85 restaurants that will be open on uh to, for, you, for you to go out to dinner, some of them at daytime, in like like a brunch schedule, and some of them later on in the evening. And all of this uh, is available to anybody. Looking for a place to go on Easter Sunday or any other time of the day, it's nomenu.com. That's it. That's You just go to that website, and there it is, right at the beginning. And uh, help yourself. And I hope you have a really great place to eat. There are plenty of them out there to be had, so... Uh, don't worry about that too much. Who? I'm sorry. Kristen is on Kristen. Did I get it right? Kristen, did I get it right? Yes. I, no, well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to hear that.
0: <laughs> we are driving through Metairie-Kenner area right now looking for a great brunch place. Do you have a, mm. any recommendations?
1: Uh, in Metairie and Kenner, at this time of day, it is very difficult to find any restaurant that's uh, even so much as operating in, in the middle of the afternoon on uh, and on a Saturday to boot. But uh, I think the place I would send you, uh, and uh, I I know he's there, is uh, at uh, Andrea's in Metairie. Uh, they are right off of uh, Causeway Boulevard, the other side of the Causeway uh, Boulevard. Yeah, right. I've
0: been there eight- on your
1: recommendation. Yeah. It's wonderful. And uh, well, he's about the only one who does stay open all day long. He starts off with brunch in the morning and he just keeps <laughs> going through lunchtime and then through the afternoon and then into the evening. And uh, there are not many other restaurants as a matter of fact, I'm trying real hard to think of even one that is open at that time of of the day. So what did you say? Wait. Don seafood. Uh, Well, there's this little, little, uh, I guess you could go there. I can't tell you that that's a restaurant I would recommend. Uh, Just personal uh, review of it. It has never moved me much. There are people who love it, but I'm not one of them. Uh, Have you heard uh, of
0: a sunny side up diner?
1: You know, there's another thing that is uh, kind of a hard thing to find at all. Uh, and especially at those times of day, I wish I had, uh, um, you know what, if, do you have access to a computer?
0: Uh, iPhone, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, try going to my website, nomenu.com, and you don't even have to start scrolling or anything. It's the very first thing that pops up. I have a list of 85 restaurants that are open right now and will continue to be open the rest, you know, th- into tomorrow. Okay. And it'll, at least it'll give you a start. Uh, but uh, Saturday afternoon, any day of the any, – any week of the year uh, is always a tough time to get anything. Uh, it's one of those times. I, I wish uh, – you know what else I wish you'd do is uh, to, to keep listening to us because I'll bet you four or five people will call us and say, hey, you left out, and then tell us the ones that I left out. So uh, – if you can keep listening, that would uh, work for us. <laughs> Good Absolutely. luck.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank
1: you. See ya. Anybody got any suggestions for her looking for a place to go uh, this time of day today? And we'll be back with more of the food show after first. Please this. Hello, it's the food show. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? So a lady called me up a few minutes ago and was looking for a place to go somewhere between Kenner and uh, and Metairie. Uh, that would be, you know, kind of nice but not real, real expensive for this afternoon. She might be listening. Anyway, uh, just as soon as we hung up her call, uh, in came a bunch of uh, suggestions that uh, that I hadn't thought of. The Pepper Mill in Metairie. Uh, they stay open all afternoon. They have a really good menu that's strong on seafood and Italian food, uh, both of them. and They also put out a pretty good steak, too. The Maple Street Café. Which might be the defi- def- definitive uh, kind of uh, restaurant for that category at that time of day. That's going to be open on Saturday. Uh, no guarantees on the Saturday thing, by the way. It's it's one of those funny times of day, which on what, just one day a week on sa- on uh, Saturdays, it's hard to get a table in him. And then he, someone uh, also said mentioned uh, Mr. Ed's restaurants. Uh, he has two sit-down restaurants. Uh, one in Metairie, one in Kenner. He also has a, v- a variety of seafood uh, places around town, Mr. Ed's Oyster Bar and, and Fish Grill. And uh, they, I'm sure, will be open all afternoon as well. And that's a nice place. And if you love oysters, you're really in business there. So there's the whole program. And let's see. I think Tom is starting our callers here again or restarting it. Tom, you there? Uh, yes, I am, Tom. I'm Tom, uh, too. Yeah, I know. We, uh, we, we talk about that a lot. <laughs>
2: Excuse me. Can uh, you give me any up-to-date information on uh, what's going on with the, uh, the Dixie Brewery
1: in New Orleans East? Dixie Brewery in New Orleans East? No. Yeah, what do I you heard, know? oh, <laughs> it was last
2: year or so they said, uh, uh basically it was uh, right after uh, mr. Benson died yeah they got up there and uh, uh, somewhere on a on a radio a talk show Wwl or, or, or something they said that that Gail they said that they got the land they got everything they need in
1: mm-hmm. New
2: Orleans East to do it and they gave an outline of what they mm-hmm. planned on doing and yeah. it ain't just a brewery it is going to be a pretty good sized thing with restaurants and everything if I, I don't remember exactly
1: mm. well but, you, uh, know, uh, you know I've, I've, I've there I have not thought about that angle of it uh, but given the timing uh, when that really started going into headlong you know that was about the time that mr. Uh, 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 passed away and uh, and they uh, I I think we're gonna see some really nice things from them because everything else they've done has been pretty good too uh, but but that, I, I, I didn't know uh, what you just told me. I'm glad to hear it, though. I'll, I'll dig it out and find out what's Basically,
2: the what they said was all the equipment is is sitting out there waiting for the, uh, the building and everything to be uh, brought up to speed. You know, it's like buying a house and having the furniture before the house is ready.
1: Sounds like you my know, house uh, to be. <laughs> but I, I see what you mean. But uh, starting a brewery especially one that is uh, planned to be rather large, uh, is uh, this is not something you can do overnight. So uh, we, we'll oh, get no, no, it. no, but... no, no, yeah. no.
2: No, they said that it was going to be in, in, in multi-stages of what was going on. And sometime this year, yeah. I think they said the brewery should be basically operational. Well, Maybe uh, not at I'm, football
1: board. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready to, uh, to uh, watch out for that. Thanks for telling me about it. It's the food show Greg is joining us over here on the orange phone. or would you look at this? Is this an orange or would you consider this more in a, of a yellowy red?
0: I don't know, but it sounds like a great spring color. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Hey, hey Tom, I have two suggestions for the lady that called. Um, what about Distro Orleans and Casa Garcia?
1: Great, both of those. Casa Garcia. Uh, it, you in some ways they're a lot uh, like those two but they I have the menu I think I thought I did anyway of uh, 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 the both of those are, are really good choices with a lot of seafood obviously that's a heavy heavy side of it right so that's, and then I think
0: Casa, Casa Garcia does the mole I believe the mole poblano yes.
1: yeah they certainly so. do and then they're uh, that's spreading a little bit more than it had been so I'm glad to see right. that.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. a good one, too. And then what about maybe El Paso, which is on veterans in Metairie? That's, that could also that be a good
1: one. Uh, a chain, uh, not nationwide, but in this part of the world. And the first thing I did the first time I went to one was uh, to ask whether they had Mole Poblano, and they said, yes, we do, and they did it. And they made yeah. it, and they put it in front of me, and I loved it. And uh, since then, every time I've been there, it has been very, very good for that. Um they uh, got hit with a little problem a few months ago, but that seems to have been worked out. Uh, but it is one that I would recommend. Uh, I, I think yeah. they're really good.
2: Uh, Absolutely. So it's called
1: uh, uh, the, uh, it's a name El for El Paso. El Paso uh, uh, a ca- Cafe, I think, is it?
0: I think Grill. But, but, El Paso Grill, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Paso but it's Grill. Very good. That's, that's, that's exactly are, those... what it is. Yeah. Those are the three suggestions I had for today. So thank you, Tom. Well,
1: thank you very much for sharing that with me. I appreciate it. appreciate that. Ed is here. Ed is here. Well, Ed.
2: Oh, thank, you here. I, hey, if, <laughs> thank you very much. I'm wondering if you've heard of China Rose and what you think of
1: it in Mettern. I do. China Rose is distinctive because they have two menus, really. One of them is the kind of menu that you and I are used to getting in Chinese restaurants. But then they have another menu. You have to ask for it. Uh, it's no big deal. They're not trying to keep it a secret. And they call it their Indian, not Indian, uh, their Chinese Chinese menu. And it is really uh, what, you know, put some uh, uh, quotes around this, uh, authentic. But it's very, very, very Chinese and very interesting and really different from what you're used to getting into in most local Chinese restaurants. Well worth going to. It's about two blocks away from Drago's.
2: Okay. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. And as far yeah. as the uh, brunch or whatever restaurant, there's a new place. I can't remember the name on the corner of Metairie Road and La Bar. It just opened yeah. where Cafe Bee's was. Yes. I can't think of Oh,
1: uh, yeah. It's, you know, the, uh, it's the Ruby restaurant. Uh, uh, Ruby, yeah, Ruby, slipper. Ruby slippers. Ruby mm-hmm. uh, slippers, and th- that's a local chain that I think is getting much much bigger. Uh, started out in um, mid city, and they have kept opening new location after new location. Yeah. And this yeah. is what is there now at the corner of Labar Road and Metairie Road. And on the other side of uh, of the street, are is a pizza parlor that makes pizzas. Yes. Uh, about Perhaps the size always. of Volkswagens. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, are, they are really something. Uh, I I wouldn't say that it's the most brilliant pizza I've ever had in my life, but it's not bad. And remember, when you get a a pizza that is twice the circumference of a oh, yeah. uh, one that is uh, you, that you got before, uh, that pie part of it will come and get you. <laughs> it'll 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 yeah, really think... have a big piece of pizza coming your way.
2: I think their big one is a 30-inch diameter.
1: Now that you brought yeah. up pizza, though,
2: uh, Venetia's, how do you rate them for pizza in, in New Orleans? Uh,
1: well, first of all, I think that's the the best thing that they do over there, Venezia or Venetia or however you say it. Well, uh, okay. But the pizza has always been good. They've been around since the 1950s. Right. But over the years, their menu has been getting more and more complicated to – have cream sauces with seafood in them, and, and then they'll come up with other angles on on all of this, just back and forth, back and forth. And uh, they do a really nice job with it, I think, uh, very consistently for a long, long time. Uh, it's not the most atmospheric restaurant I've ever seen, but, uh, you know, they get down and they do the job, and uh, the prices are very affordable. And yeah, I, I, In other words, I think it's terrific. Yeah, my wife
2: and I wasn't going there for about 50 years. Uh, so basically, you yeah. recommend China Rose.
1: Yeah, I do. I would send uh, send you to China Rose. Yeah, uh, interesting place. I mean, just you, you will see dishes you've never even heard of before over there. Two six zero six three. Whoops. Two six zero one eight seventy is our number. Do we need a break? We probably do. Or we have, we have a, a little news dinger here coming up in a couple of minutes. So. Uh, <clears throat> Uh we are uh, talking about, uh, obviously, uh, we're talking about uh, Easter. I have a, a list, in case you are looking for a, such a list, 85 restaurants that are going to be open for Thanksgiving. Oh, excuse me, not that. How do I keep doing that? Uh, uh, Easter Sunday. And that's tomorrow, of course. And We'll come back and talk about it some more in just a, a few minutes. Here on the Big 870 WWL. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. And it is the eve of Easter, and a lot of people dine out on the Easter. And if you don't have a reservation for doing so, uh, you need to get one, uh, or else uh, you, you'll try to sneak in somewhere and uh, with maybe not the best of results. So I'd be happy to give you some ideas about that. And if I don't have any ideas uh, for something something specific that, you're looking for, uh, call us anyway because somebody out there will have the answer to that question. 260-1870 is our telephone number, 260-1870. Our program today is, um, is sponsored by Paran's Poor Boys. Paran's Poor Boys does something that I wish every uh, casual restaurant would do, and that is to recognize that if you serve your product uh out of a jar or out of the big uh, truck, I was talking with someone the other day about this, ex, ex, uh, this funny explanation in the, the business of the restaurant businesses that have a, a one truck uh, restaurant. That's where one truck backs up into the restaurant and gives the restaurant everything it has for, for a week and no real uh, cooking goes on. I mean, that's what you're trying to avoid. Uh, but you know, even though the primary focus of uh, Peran's Poor Boys is casual, very casual food and neighborhood style food, it is all cooked right there. They make it all from scratch. All all the beef, all the ham, all the uh, the bread. The, you know, they get uh, made by a, by the usual uh, bakeries for that. But other than that, you get this uh, very crisp. Very New Orleans, very real, poor boy sandwiches, and lots and lots of other uh, things, too. They are uh, have su- numerous locations around the area, the ones in, in um, Harahan, I'm sorry, in uh, in Metairie first, and then a new one in Kenner, and another new one in the city limits of New Orleans now on Pretania Street at Upper Line. It is all coming to you from the uh parans poor boys let's see anybody on hold ralph is here ralph welcome to the food show
0: hi uh tom how you doing today
1: i uh i'm fine You
0: good good i hope uh, you and your family have a very happy easter uh just had a a quick uh two questions actually um was in a desk in this past week and, and went to uh a uh, little restaurant that they had some all-you-can-eat catfish and, and shrimp, and then the, the full disclosure: the, the waiter told us that, that it wasn't really catfish; it was a, a fish called Pangasius, which was um, it's really. I looked it up online like a Vietnamese type catfish, and according to what I, you know, when I looked online, they said a lot of restaurants are using this as a substitute for uh, different types of fresh fishes and i was just kind of wondering, as consumers, how can we uh, how can we be sure that when we're ordering fresh grouper or fresh snapper or, or whatever it might be, that we're actually getting that fish?
1: Well, uh, the answer to uh, there to it is that there is no way to do that. And I give you an alternate question: If you have a choice of uh, fish brought in from Southeast Asia and fish that comes from the ponds and uh, and uh, bayous uh, within rock-throwing distance of where you live, and everything is fresh, and everything is also uh, made from wild-caught fish. Which one are you going to go with, just from common sense? Oh no, it's no the, doubt. I the, mean, the local stuff is it, and it, the, sure. the the amount of. The the main uh, funniness about this is that uh, you know, not just the quality of it, it or the the kind of fish, but the you know it's why go that far? It's not going to be as good. Uh, no, no. So, but it
2: just
0: if the if the waiter hadn't said anything and, and I didn't order it, it wasn't it wasn't my dish. But I just I was surprised he actually was forefront enough to to. to Tell us that it wasn't really catfish, you know, because if uh, you're
1: if you're looking at how how to get you know to be uh, delicate about these things, uh, I ask you know, about the fish and everything else pretty much that I eat every time I order. When I go to a restaurant, I say, "This uh, salmon uh, is it wild." My wife does this all the time. It is this uh, home. Uh, well, um, rather, is is this uh, uh, salmon? Is this farm-raised or is this uh, something that uh, was caught wild? And you you've, you definitely find a difference there. I always yes. do it. There's there's no reason why you shouldn't. Just go ahead and ask.
0: And just one more question for you. Uh, and this is more like I guess protocol. I was at a, a conference in New Orleans uh, a yeah. couple of weeks ago and went out with a uh, with a with a group and, and it was probably uh, probably eleven of us. Went mm-hmm. to a very popular restaurant at the corner of uh, of uh, Bourbon and Conti, or uh, well, that area, and uh, all the dishes came out. It was good, but everybody got their dishes like 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes staggered apart. It, not everybody, but mm. groups would get like three or four people. And I was yeah. just wondering, is that kind of common with, when you go into a restaurant like that with a with such a large group, or is it a way to, to, to make sure all the food comes out at one time? And I'll hang up and listen, to Tom. Have a oh, break I, break I,
1: break. If, if what I, I just heard you say is is the case, uh, it drives me out of my mind. If I go to a restaurant and I order, a, let's say, a three- or a four-course uh, dinner, and they bring everything out at the same time, I send it back. I say, uh, and, and it's amazing some of the responses you get. Like uh, once a waiter came over and uh and I said uh, to him, uh, "Why uh, can will will you uh, uh, tell me why uh, how I am to handle this? Because should I let this get cold or this get cold or this get cold?" And he said, "Gee, I think uh, I don't know. I think I'll get that one." I said, "You missed the whole point, you moron. <laughs> this is." Uh, you you need to know these things, and I'm, I'm never afraid of asking for it. And if they when they bring everything out at the same time, I send two things back, always. Was that answering your question? Yeah. All right. All right. We are we're moving along here. I think our our program is sponsored by New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Uh, we are officially out of the Lenten season. Uh, but uh, those of us who just like to eat seafood, uh, we, we don't get uh, pushed away very easily. Uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company started out as a hamburger specialist, and they were pretty good from the get-go with it. They had some interesting approaches to it, like the way that they would put the dressings on the hamburgers. They would just let you do it off of what looked like a big uh, 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 bar of of various kinds of greens and everything. Well, uh, as time went on, somebody in their organization said, you know, we really ought to, you know, for, for Lent and for, uh, for uh, Fridays, we really ought to get some seafood in here. And what they came up with was was uh, uh, the things that you and I like most, catfish, oysters, shrimp, the entire range of it. They cooked it all to order. They used all fresh product. And they have done that since the very beginning. And they also follow a little trick that not every chef knows, but this is important. Uh, what you do is you take uh, your uh, your fish that has just come out of the, uh, of the fryer and take a look at the oil that it came in that was still in the pot. Is it getting dark brown? Is it uh, starting to smell funny? If it is, then the restaurant that – throws it all out, and starts with a fresh batch of oil is going to have food that's a lot better. And you will see that if you uh, go over to Hamburger, uh, the New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. This is uh, what they do really, really well. So uh, they start off with the burgers, and they end up with some really fine, not cloudy, n- crispy, not oily it's good fried seafood at about 11 or 12 locations around the area, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. We'll come back with more of The Food Show in a moment, but first, please, this. Hello there. Welcome back. It's The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. I have an actual package of uh, Peeps in front of me here, and I see that they've changed the design of the Peeps from the way that I remember them when I was a kid, where it was sort of like a little swirl of the um uh, of the mech, uh, what, that's that's not what those are, uh, the uh, the stuff that's in the middle of it. And now it, it actually kind of looks like, yeah, it's marshmallow. Uh, it actually now looks like uh, a, a bunny, but it doesn't look the way it used to. Uh, and I'm going to take a taste of this to see uh, see if the taste is the same. May I? Uh, let's go ahead. Uh-oh. I didn't think about this getting... Throwing, throwing else and, and, and then you got you no know, I'm almost finished chewing it ah there we go uh it um, it tastes a little different too I remember it uh, a little di- different taste from this anyway peeps and we uh, were earlier uh, taking memos from people as to whether you like uh peeps or not So if you had any strong thoughts about it, or even a weak thought about it, call me up and tell yeah, tell me what you think about it. Let's see, is anybody on hold? No. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Tonight uh, or right now would be a great time to call us. We have a few spots open here. Love to hear from you. Uh, And want you to know what? What'd you say? They eat. No, we did an eat club dinner just this past week on uh, on Thursday night. Was that Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday. It was um, just a blockbuster. We had about 60 people there. Uh, A lot of them were people who uh, I remember from uh, Eat Clubs of long ago. There were lots and lots of faces. It's been a while since the last time I've seen them. And uh, we just had a great evening. It was You could tell just by going into the main dining room at impostados that's where it was, that w- it was working out very well because you could hardly be heard among all those people that were there. But everybody was laughing and telling stories, and we had a lot of wine to get through and a lot of good food, too. Uh, next time we do an Eat Club, uh, I don't know when it's going to be. Uh, everything, the whole world is changing. Uh, our number is Two six zero one eight seven zero. Tricia is with us. Hello, Tricia. Welcome to the Food Show. You're not the Tricia that uh, runs the choir, are you, by any chance?
2: Hi, I am not the Tricia that runs the choir. Yeah. Uh, with, um, so you, one of your commercials, you had uh, egg knocking, um, and I'm curious to get a little bit of information because that was something from my childhood, and I've met a few people, and not everybody uh, does it the same way.
1: What, you mean knocking eggs? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, for those who might never have done it, I've been doing it since I was a child, uh, you you boil eggs, and then you, uh, you color them uh, with as much imagination as you can work up. And if you're a kid, so much the better. And if you're a six-year-old or a four-year-old kid, you can still get a hold of this. If you're uh, 22 or 48, you can still play the game. But anyway, everybody walks around with his or her egg. And with the uh, smaller end pointed forward, you knock each other the ends of the eggs. And whichever one cracks first is the winner. Or is the loser, actually. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, the trick to this is to cook it just a certain amount of time and not too much. And uh, and if you, you want to be a cheater like my mother used to be, my mother used to get duck eggs. <laughs> she would put it into the combination. And uh, a, a regular egg from out of the refrigerator is not going to stand up to a duck egg trust me so but anyway there was a lot of partying going on around that it was it was mostly for kids but everybody got into it and uh you will still still see a lot of people around the city who are knocking eggs uh, tomorrow all day long
2: I mean, we so, uh, do, and it was something from my childhood. And even my, I can remember my dad like soaking his eggs for days to make the shells oh, really yeah, hard. Oh,
1: yeah. There's all kinds of tricks.
2: And <laughs> yeah. uh, my daughter married into a family from like the Homa area, and they called it Pocking eggs with a P. Hmm. And um, they, it's the same premise, but it just had a different name. So yeah. it was really interesting <sighs> when I heard your commercial.
1: Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and, and uh, nice hearing from you. See, it's the food show. We will return with more of the food show in a moment. But first, please, this. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. We're running short on time, but uh, we're going to use it. Laura is here, for example. Laura, welcome. Hi. All right, you there? Um, Hi.
0: Yes, I'm there. Got me? Yeah. Um, I was calling about the Peeps. I consider myself a connoisseur. They still make the chicks. <laughs> yeah. They went over to make. They went over to making the rabbits. I don't know how many years ago, but I prefer the chicks because there's more marshmallow in the middle to the uh, ratio of the coating on the outside. So.
1: Well, also um, it looks like they made it in one stroke of the hand. The. Well, older. when they made the
0: when they made the chicks, yeah.
1: Yeah. And and these look like they're stamped out by some kind of machine when the other ones kind of look like... I mean, it's hard to explain. (laughs) But we've run out of time. But uh, thanks for thinking about it. We will come back. WWL Radio New Orleans, WWL FM HD1. Kenner, New Orleans. The news is next over most of these same frequencies. Stay tuned.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy